Hey, this is Shamina. This is the Two Quick Things podcast. Welcome back. Clearly, you've noticed that I took a few weeks off for no other reason than COVID-19 is out here being a bitch. Um, I do not have COVID, thank goodness, and I hope that I'm not asymptomatic uh, because I've had to go to the grocery store a few times just to stock up for X amount of days in a row um, and get as much as I could carry. But um, yeah, it's just been a little bit hard to find either motivation or something to say that I felt was worthy of me getting on this microphone, but here we are. So I don't necessarily have a deep word for you, but I just found my like, okay, this is feeling a little bit more stable and consistent. I think we are on, in my household, we're on week four, maybe five of the shelter in place in the state of California and the Bay Area as well. So I just wanted to bring you a quick word um, about a few things. The first one is I wanted to acknowledge that whilst lots of people may not be falling apart as in like emotional or like outward or inward or like acting any sort of unique way, this is not normal. Um, Working from home, if you didn't sign up to be at a work from home job or to work remotely, this is challenging. The last episode I did, I talked about, you know, some keys for working from home. And while I still certainly stand behind those and I still encourage people to either pull somebody aside or pull yourself aside if you can't figure out how to mute stuff or how to find the video or how to, I don't know, send a chat that's not to the whole group if you want to just do it for one person. Um, It's not normal. It's a little bit confusing. It can be easy to work beyond like what your normal work hours can be and to feel like you need to be productive, whatever productive means um, in your workspace at the same level that you were before all of this stuff happened. So it's not normal. It's confusing. It can be overwhelming. Even if you feel like you are comfortable in your space and you have like a good setup, you have a team that's supportive. There's that little demon that can sometimes creep up on you and tell you like you need to be productive and you need to do X, Y, and Z the same way that you did because you have perhaps less distractions or sometimes even more distractions of your time and your energy and your focus. And while I'm on the spirit of talking about productivity, I've seen a lot of people talk about, I've seen, you know, both ends of the like, this is the time to be productive. If you didn't come out with some sort of skill or, or like a master the language, you wasted time. Um, and then the other side, it's like, you just need to survive and get through. I think both of those things can be true depending on who you are. And I really encourage folks myself. I didn't feel like I needed to come out with a language or a new skill by any means, um, But that's where my mental state of being is of like, you just got to get through, do the things that you are consistent with. Um, And oddly, I feel like uh, oddly good, bad or indifferent. It feels like the time to like really shine and like do independent work in terms of like my nine to five ish job and to really make sure that I'm doing those things that continue to keep my organization afloat. Um, but on the other end, I'm like, well, should I be doing something more? Should I be like out here, like churning out podcasts? Like it's my job. And I was like, first of all, I don't get paid to do this yet. So no. And second, I realized that it's really one of those comparison things when you talk about like what other people are doing and how other people are going to come on the other side of this. And I, as a person who has JOMO, the joy of missing out, I realize I don't I'm quite indifferent on what other people are doing or how they're they'll come on the outside of this on the other side of this aside from I hope that they're well and they have found found a space to manage physically mentally 
But I have to remember that, like, I got to keep the main thing, the main thing. And the main thing is my health, the health of my household and my family, friends and loved ones and my mental sanity as much as possible. And that's like if I come, I feel like if I come out of the other side of this um, coronavirus, COVID-19, if you're fancy situation, that I will have won because all I can do is measure myself against myself. And in spite of all the things that are going around, going on around me. And the, the things that I'm hearing about people who are sick or all of the, the health care disparities that we already knew that black folks weren't treated well in terms of their health and wellness. And this is yet another demonstration of how black folks and I'm, I'm going to speak from like not all black people, but my, my that's the, the world that I live in. But I'll speak for myself of the disparities in health care, in response, in taking our pain seriously, in the. Uh, the disparities in terms of access to food, because it's not the you you could just make better choices or different choices. It's the what are the choices in front of me? And am I having opportunities to make better choices or am I given better choices to make? And lots of people are they're making it the best way that they know can they can. And damn all those people who are shaming them and making them feel ridiculous for keeping a roof over their head. <coughs> Excuse me. And I have allergies. And food in their mouth and the mouths of the, the people that love them. And if what you have is the corner store or what you have is an unfortunate food desert where it takes you forever to get to like whatever quote unquote healthy food is, then you are doing the best that you can with what you've got. So to hell with all those people who are doing that. And I'll get to that in a second, a little bit more detail. Um, I also want to remind folks that there's space like multiple truths can exist at one time. So there is space to be confused about what the hell is going on. Number one. Number one point one is there's also space to be grateful to be in a position that you are in. If you um, have are employed and still employed or you are clothed, you are in your right mind, you are fed and hopefully full. There's space to be confused about that and to be grateful for where you are. And I will say 1.2, to be able to give back in ways that you find are meaningful. So I see lots of people that are here and they're like, what can I do to help? Maybe I can't go out because perhaps I'm, I live with someone who is immunocompromised or I'm old or I don't, like I have kids and I don't want to expose it to them. People are making masks. People are, <clears throat> excuse me, asking their neighbors if, they need anything. I'm going to the store this one time this week. Is there anything that you need? Or they're just dropping off toilet paper or dropping off cans of soup or any of those things. So I think that I think we have to remember in these ridiculous times where everything is confusing and sometimes we don't know left from right. We don't know if if today is Tuesday or today is Friday. There are spaces for us to be confused as hell and to be grateful at the same time. And I find myself in that space regularly and, I'm, and it's vacillating between I'm confused. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why people won't stay in a damn house, why people keep going out and being in the streets um, and being grateful that me and mine are taken care of right now and that we're doing everything that was, is within our power to be well. So I that was the end of that particular statement. So I don't have anything on that else to say on that. And I wanted to spend a little time. I'm not going to do a buffoon um, uh, segment in any sort of regularity, but I just wanted to point out a few buffoons of this crisis, this COVID-19 coronavirus crisis. Uh, and to be honest, right now in my mind, there's probably lots more, but there's a three way tie. One, 
First one, 45. The 45th president. Enough said. Period. Number two, all the cities and states that seem hell-bent on not sheltering in place and realizing that we all have the ability to impact flattening the curve. The cities and states who are like, oh, well, we're just going to be lenient about it or we're not going to do it or it's not going to affect me or like if I get it, I'm healthy, so I should be fine. These hospitals, you consistently hear about these hospitals, these healthcare workers who are risking their lives and talking about all the time and energy it takes and equipment, PPE, the personal protective equipment that's required to care for someone who is experiencing this. I don't know what more needs to happen for people to realize that this shit is real. You can be some sort of ass clown and think it's 5G. That's, I'm, that's the moment of silence for the dummies out there. But this is real. It is killing people. It is impacted. We're, there are probably no more than three degrees from any one individual that has experienced some sort of impact from this crisis because it is a crisis. So that's number two. I don't understand how cities and states and it's, I'm telling I'm not saying it's easy. It is difficult. But to have nothing and then to you don't know what you see on the news, if it's real or if it's fake, like you see people going running in packs. First of all, I'm like, who? everybody's a runner now. And second, you don't know if these pictures are real or not. Um, but there's there's ability to take action in this, like concrete action. And I understand that it is not a, able for everybody to sit and shelter in place and have the capacity to stay from home. But the people who can should be expected to and to help flatten this curve thing so that we hopefully heal and heal physically as a nation to move through this. I don't think we'll get over it, but moving through it in a way that is going to be the least amount of impact, I think, is a possibility. Um, Although who knows what the hell the other side is going to look like. Who knows what it's like when people are going to say like, okay, the shelter in place is over. Cause then I'm just going to look at my window and be like, girl, I'm gonna give you two or three more weeks and then we'll see what happens. We'll let the, the first wave of dummies who can't wait to get outside and to be in the air, see what happens with them. And then I'll consider going out. But we are set. I think like, I just, I really want people to practice common sense. And I realize that sense is not very common, but my goodness, see what see what communities around you, cities and states are doing that are seeing, you know, a response and seeing that curve flatten with certain actions. So that's buffoon number two. Buffoon number three. So, you know, I can't even we don't have cable. So, you know, we watch um, whatever is on live from one of the apps on like an Apple TV or something. And so every day I feel like. This current administration f comes on and interrupts insert show, as my mom says, they interrupt in the story so she can't even get a good flow going. But the U.S. Uh, Surgeon General Jerome Adams um, recently he got on the screen. He's, he's African-American, black in color, um, used the words talking about like do it for your abuela your granddaddy your big mama and your pop pop first of all it looked very much like those are the first times that he's used those words ever period it looked really um unusual for him to use those um and it sounded ridiculous um but really he used those words to chastise communities of color for their individual responses to COVID-19 um, and telling them they need to eat better and stop drinking and stop smoking and to not go out and really to observe the shelter in place where it was, you know, um, 
the mandate in their particular city or state. And really what I want to know, Surgeon General um, Jerome Adams, is what are you telling white folks? Just to be real honest and put the shit on out there, um, Abuela, Granddaddy, Big Mama, and Pop Pop, what are you telling white folks? What are you saying to Karen, Jan, and Ted? What's the message to them? Help me understand that. Because I, 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 perhaps I'm missing it. Perhaps there's this code switch that I don't understand. Um, but help me understand it. Talk to me like I'm a four-year-old and help me understand it. Um, and to be honest, if you need any, if you need any sort of reminders that skin folk ain't kin folk, then this is a prime example of that. A prime example. Let alone the fact that he's doing the dirty work of of saying these words and these coded words, this coded language to try to, again, chastise communities of color who are oftentimes doing the best that they can with what they've got. And to have someone in this position um, to come in and say that specifically this to, this to this community is insulting at best. So. I will leave that at that. Um, I will leave a link to one of the, um, I think I can find a video of him saying this. And it was, I was embarrassed. I get secondhand embarrassed or thirdhand embarrassed for people um, that look like me and that don't look like me. And this was certainly an opportunity. Where I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe he said that out loud. And how dare you? How freaking dare you? So anyway, that's the end of this episode. Thank you for listening. I know this was a bit of a, a rant and a bitch, and um, I'm actually in quite good spirits. I have some peanut butter whiskey in front of me, so um, I've been enjoying that this afternoon. And I just wanted to take a little bit of time to check in, hoping to get back into a regular routine, but we'll see. Like, not about, nothing about this is routine. Um, the fact that I'm in, uh, blessed to have a second bedroom, and I call it the conference room, and I have... Um, a shelf that's tall, so I call it my stand-up desk. That's ridiculous. Um, I'm, I almost was going to put up on a, a sign on the door that said conference room, and I was like, you're at home, girl. Don't get too comfortable with this. But anywho, thank you for listening. Um, I hope that you are um, doing well enough, as well as well can be during these uncertain and crazy times and unusual times, and you're doing all the things that you can to take care of yourself and your mental space. Um that's all that I got for this week. You can find me on Instagram most often. You can also find the podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, please feel free to rate the show if you feel the need. I'm going to do it anyway. But if you rate and review, that would be great. Um, only four or five stars. I'm not here for the three, two, or one. So you can just ignore that if that's your choice. Um, and then, you know, holla at me. So I hope that everybody's doing well and I will talk to you soon. Bye.